Good morning, good evening, good night. It's Gyomi Talks again. How's the day going, guys? Just want to say happy Halloween to everybody. It's coming up in a few days. Um, just want to drop a, a couple couple shout shout outs here for the the advertisers. First one, go see Tabby Lynn at Sensi. Um, check out her Facebook page because honestly, you no, know, you don't want anybody walking up to your house and making it and making it. Uh, and just having it smell bad. Halloween's coming up. You don't want to be the the house that's known as the one that smells like dog. That's why I got like three or four of these scentsy things going now. Just want to give another shout out to. Uh, he's not an official app app advertiser, but I think this guy's yeah, cool. Uh, go check out on Instagram Hayden McKillop. Um, he does cool T-shirts and stuff. He designs them all 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 in myself. And just go go check out his stuff. And one of our official sponsors now, uh, the Love Shop. You need everybody that needs a little bit of spice spice in their life, guys. Go ahead, check them out. It's a fun it's a fun fun shop. Even looking at looking at the uh, for the for the website, everybody gets a, a couple 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 giggles. Because who the hell is gonna buy that buy buy by by that gigantic rubber fist. I, I I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to act actually buy that, but who knows? And by the way, I got Tom Tom here too today, and he's quietly trying to to not laugh at the uh, the rubber fist reference. But <laughs> they actually have. I think it's like an eight incher, and then the rubber fist is holding the eight incher now. <laughs> this is why I'm dying. <laughs> I was, I was checking it out for maybe a future commercial and I saw that and lost it. <laughs> so guys, go check out loveshop.ca or .com. I'll be honest, I'm not the most professional with this, but just go, you know how, how Google works. Go check them out, guys. So Tom, how's it, how's it, day, how's it going, man? It is going all right. It's a big weekend of uh, time, year, time of the year where a lot of anniversaries, um, we were talking about before we started here. It's been just over a year now, but <laughs> ten minutes with Tom, so that's kind of crazy. Yep. Um, I was also gonna cheap segue that into this weekend was the seventieth anniversary of the NWA. That is just that's just freaking cool. I love how they're 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 making making a uh, a comeback now. Yes. Uh, so they had a big seven year anniversary show. Uh couple new champions crowned uh cody rhodes did lose the nwa world championship yep. we all remember everybody in their neighbor had the picture of cody crying with the belt on facebook um was defeated by former champion nick aldis formerly known as magnus yeah he's a fantastic champ man he's, he's an amazing wrestler uh he has done phenomenal things bringing prestige back to the 10 pounds of gold and the if you get a second guys go check out even one of the 10 pound of gold gold episodes on their youtube they're freaking amazing they were so well done also available nwa wrestling on yep. facebook very easy source yep. uh also newly crowned rechristened brought back uh nwa national championship uh crowned the new champion willie mack so Always fantastic to see a guy yeah. like that. Uh, did not see Willie Mack win winning, but it was a huge surprise, and 
you, you gotta love the love the guy. Yeah, it really, you know, kind of brings that in touch with the new style and new things. Full circle for the NWA. So that's fantastic to see the NWA still kicking and resurging. Yeah, and I something I personally want want him to see. I I I think PCO would be great as an as an an an, an NWA champion Kanye Tender. I'm just thinking he would be a great fan, great fit fit for that brand just because he is what you think a prototypical NWA star would be. I I I I think Tom sitting there shaking his Definitely. head. Definitely. I also want to make a point before all the internet smarks start bitching about how Cody got screwed and he only had the title for like three weeks. Dusty's first title reign, his father. The American Dream, the legend Dusty Rhodes, his first NWA title reign lasted like six days. So shut up about getting buried, Internet Smarks. <laughs> uh, can we all just go back to being fans and just liking stuff? Uh, I want to hear. <laughs> I just I already know what's coming. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, Nick Aldis defeated Cody. Uh, fantastic, two out of three falls, classic. Check it out. And since we're my fantastic segues tonight, <laughs> uh, November is another great month for indie wrestling. It's chilly outside, so obviously you want to be inside doing something fantastic. And watching wrestling is the best thing to do. Uh, starting off Saturday, November third. Cut off from the pen. Yep. <laughs> um, Rich Swan seminar going down at Crossbody Academy for any wrestlers looking to up their game. Check that out. Message Big Ben Ormans. Uh, $40. And also 7 p.m. that night, the Crossbody Can You Handle This second anniversary show. So it is also going to be in support of the Kitchener Waterloo Special Olympics. So definitely get out and support a great cause. Uh, the main event is going to be Josh Alexander defending the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Championship against Rich Swan. Oh, wow. So that was a fantastic main event. 69 Angus Street in Kitchener. Also that night, 7 p.m., Millennial Wrestling Organization Halloween Apocalypse coming out of Port, Port Colburn, Ontario. Always great shows. And up north in Renfrew, Ontario, Queen Street Entertainment rents live pro wrestling. Main event of Cecil Nix versus Evil Uno. <laughs> Evil Uno is a creepy... And fantastically talented, but disturbed individual. Yep. So, <laughs> definitely check that match out. Uh, Sunday, November 4th, 2 p.m. Good afternoon show. Our good friends at Alpha One forever causing a ruckus. Uh, another big show for them. Coleman at the Polish Hall in Oshawa. Alpha Male Championship. Josh Alexander defending the championship in a 60-minute iron match against Kobe Durst. So both those guys are top-notch athletes somehow i've only seen seen kobe durst wrestle once i'm not sure how that how that's actually happened i just i've only seen him so smash what 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 you got to do is you get kobe durst bring him to london just so 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 i can uh, i can uh, see him see him more because i think kobe durst versus puff would be a fantastic match yeah kobe durst versus anyone oh yeah um, also going down, uh, tag team championship: the Space Pirates, Shane Saber and Space Monkey, defending against the Fraternity. 
You always love the space monkey. Uh, and now there's a uh, space pirate. That's great. To the space pirates. <laughs> How could anyone not love that? Yeah. Friday, November 9th, uh, we're going to step across the border going down to Buffalo. It's going to be Global Wars. Uh, they've got a big matchup. Kushida, Flip Gordon, Jonathan Gresham, and Bushi. Wow. Night. So definitely maybe if you're in the Buffalo area, check that out for sure. Make the trip. Also, out of Michigan, uh, Evolve 115. It's going on that night. Uh, Air Fox, Josh Briggs, DJ Z, some of the names are going to be there. So definitely if you're south of the border, check that out. Or if you want to make a trip south of the border, check it out. Yeah, because Evolve always puts on great, great, great high quality shows. Definitely. Uh, Saturday, November 10th, uh, I got another seminar going down. Josh Alexander seminar happening in Barrie, Ontario. That's going on at noon. Uh, Josh seminars are fantastic, rugged, but fantastic learning from someone who's the top guy in Ontario right now. If anyone has more than five belts right now, they can make that claim. But <laughs> I'm still going to stick with Josh as top guy in Ontario, at least right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later that night uh, 5 p.m. never forget Barry Wrestling Josh Alexander versus Tyson Dukes for the vacant Barry Championship also that weekend Sunday November 11th a little closer to home for us 5 p.m. we got the Ring of Honor Global Wars Tournament or at Global Wars Tour coming in Toronto too many T's I tripped up <laughs> as I say I am con- I'm con- contagious that is coming out of the Mahantney Athletic Center in Toronto. Uh, the next weekend, Saturday, November 17th, Northland Wrestling at 4 p.m. prevents the Miller Memorial Cup. Also, the King of the North Championship will be defended. Lionel Knight will be defending against Ray Beauchamp. That is in North Bay, Ontario. And speaking of King of the North, Carter... Car- Carter Mason's back on the uh, on the on the scene coming up soon, right? Uh, yes. Back in December, he did have one match back. He was back full time in December. Carter had some health problems. He's been taking took some time off to address those, but he'll be back, embarrassing the rest of us in no time. Oh yeah, I'm because sure. Because <laughs> he he is that good. He is. Just hands down, he's one of the best. It's a little bit gross, like, but he is phenomenal. And hopefully he, I, 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 I can, I can get him to, to, to come back on the, uh, on the show. He had to cancel due to, uh, not wanting to do the show when he's out. So, going to reach out and hopefully get his uh, story. Uh, also going on Saturday, November seventeenth, eight p.m. Rock Solid Wrestling prevents presents Legacy Two. Uh, coming out of Timmins, Ontario, a uh, big-time matchup there, actually. The Canadian Heavyweight Championship will be defended. The champion, Cody Deaner, defends against Gersinger Singh. So, huge matchup for Timmins. Yeah. Uh, finishing off that weekend, Sunday, November 8th, PWE presents November Bash, coming out of the Royal Canadian Legion in Oshawa, Ontario, of course. And the final haul for November. It's a packed month for yeah, November. It it's, it's fantastic, though, seeing this many dates in November, which is usually a bit of a slower month for wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Friday, November 23rd, 6.30 p.m., NSWA is going to have their championship tournament qualifiers. They're getting ready to crown their first champion. That's coming out of Etobicoke, Ontario. 
Saturday, November 24th, can jump across the border again. Empire State Wrestling presents Russell Bash, coming out of Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, featuring some top superstars, Congo Kong, Spirit Squad, Ricky Shane Page, Daniel Garcia, Rhett Titus, and The Godfather. <laughs> yes, that Godfather. Oh, wow. So, that's a pretty big show. Um, once again, down the States, New York area, Niagara Falls. Check that one out. And then Sunday, November 25th, 2 p.m., NSW is having their 15th anniversary show. So, that's a big milestone for New School Wrestling. Uh, coming out of the Rock Pile in Toronto that night. And later that evening at 7.30 p.m., Destiny Wrestling, back with another huge show, uh, presents Fearless. This is going to be their first ever eye pay-per-view. And big-time main event, Josh Alexander defending the Destiny Championship against Rich Swan and Ray Phoenix. So big-time triple threat match coming out of the Dunn Kolob Arena for the 880 Tonkin Road in Toronto. And last haul for November, Tuesday, November 20th, or sorry, November 27th. This one's just fun. Uh, 6 p.m., Fozzie coming to the London Music Hall. <laughs> Everybody wants to see Fozzie. Uh, it's a chance here to see it in London. And if you're in the GTA the next night, Wednesday the 28th, Fozzie will be at the Rock Pile in Toronto, actually. Which would be a fan. I think that at the Rock Pile would, would be a fun, fun show. That would be fantastic. But. I, I don't want to drive, so I got my tickets for November 27th, November 27th at the London Mu- Music Hall. And I would just listen to Jericho's podcast, and he gave a little thing. It's almost sold out. So, but it's Jericho, so there can be three three tickets sold. And he he he's a, he's a promoting <laughs> machine, so who knows? But I know. I know I got a ticket. My buddy Ryan, who keeps saying he's going to come on the uh, on the podcast one day, starting to call him reluctant to Ryan. But <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to start randomly calling him and re- just recording it. <laughs> just <laughs> surprise. No, just not even tell him. Just be like, hey, hey, what's uh, what's uh, going on? Nothing. All right. So. Well, actually, I'm 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 going I'm gonna do that now. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Content's content. Shoot <laughs> interviews like these indie guys. Oh god. Um, in November, good to the last drop, the last day, November thirtieth, Friday. Uh, two big shows going on in Ontario. Uh, PWA presents Battle of the Sexes. It's gonna be a big one. Uh, all intergender matches that night. Uh, coming out of the Red Chevron and Guelph. Uh, main event of Homicide versus Beautiful Bia versus Josh Alexander versus Jody Threat. Wait. Um, yes. Go back. <laughs> that Homicide. Okay. So, Homicide and Josh Alexander in a, the same match for one. And Beautiful Bia. Beautiful Bia. And, and Jody, Jody Threat. Threat. And where is this? It's going down in the Red Chevron in Guelph, Ontario. Oh, wow. 7 p.m. Uh, also going on that night, uh, Violet Lee has her hands full with Eddie Osborne. And also that night, we're going to talk about you're waiting for me to drop it. Uh, 7 p.m., our good friends, SKM Promotions. Uh, I've got the Six Nations Slam, huge main event, homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu against 
Ontario's hardcore indie icon, the King of Pain, Warhead. <laughs> That's right, Chris. Chamucky Chris, I'm coming for your job. Yep. I'm as. I'm, I'm going to do. Chris, I can't announce as well as you do. <laughs> Eh, well, he actually listens, so. Uh, <laughs> or he says. Who knows? Uh, that is happening in the Gathering by the Grand, Six Nations, and Ashweekin. So check that one out. That's going to be a huge show. I, I don't care what it, what what else is, is on, on that card. It can be be a monkey farting on a snare drum for three hours. If I'm going to see Warhead versus Sabu, that's going to. I I will I will wait. It'll be that good. Please, actually, every promoter, do not put a monkey on a snare drum in the ring. <laughs> Does <Please>. Vince Russo <laughs> listen to this show? Because <laughs> we might be in trouble if Vince Russo is listening. Well, but... with, with Vince Russo, it would be on a pole. So. <laughs> <laughs> monkey and a snare drum on a pole. All right, that's the best, that's the best match stipulation I've ever come up with. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a real WCW match. Oh god. Oh. Well, they did the uh, nothing beats the Judy Bagwell on a fucking ball. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it wasn't even a good match. It's, it's, they're all confused, going, I, "What the hell are we do, even doing here?" Uh, oh. A little pinata on the pole, just for like the blatant racism and audacity <laughs> is like in terms of memorably stupid. Is also pretty bad too mm-hmm. but but here's the thing judy bagwell wasn't even on a pole it was a forklift <laughs> <laughs> that's true because judy bagwell was not a delicate lady no no it just was yeah wcw thank you for everybody misses wcw and i don't think people really watch that much wcw because they unleashed a lot of monsters and they ruined on a pole matches for everyone <laughs> it just like okay like coal miners glove on a pole match what else was there? That was a real good thing, okay? It was. Go back to Mid-South Wrestling and watch Cole Myers' gloves. Yes. It's like a big, heavy glove with metal on the fingertips that you use when you're digging in the mines to protect your fingers from banging against the rock. In WCW, they turned Cole Myers' glove into a mitt, and they didn't know what it was, so they took a glove and threw some dirt on it, and you had to slap the guy with it. <laughs> yep. It was... I. Here's the thing. Everyone looks back with the rose-colored glasses. Oh, Booker T was on. Remember the cruiserweights? And then you see, like... Remember um, Viagra on a pole? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, anything involving Mike Awesome other than his debut. Although even his debut in jeans and a fanny pack wasn't most intuitive thing they were going for. It was... Mike Awesome was one of the biggest, baddest guys in ECW. It's it's like they look what WCW did did with Sandman. Sandman, the guy who people would come out and be absolutely feverish about. He just his whole entrance, just walking to the ring. Like go back and watch uh, one night ECW one night only the Sandman's entrance. That's probably the best entrance of all time. I don't remember the match. What happened after after the uh, the entrance? I'm gonna guess Sandman hit somebody with a with a Singapore cane or whatever it was called called at, at that time. Singapore cane, kendo stick. Just I I forget I I I forget what it was called. It's basically what how you said. Yeah. 
Uh, probably, probably just the, it would depend on the uh, day. <laughs> it was WCW. Oh, <laughs> everything about their plastic coated barbed wire and wiffle bats. Yeah, what was it? Um, the foreign object cane? <laughs> International it, object. International object, that's what it was. Calling it a foreign object was offensive, so it had to be an international object. Yeah, okay. And then when well, people wonder why WCW went out of business, I don't think it was the whole Turner merger that it went out. I think it was Vince, Vince Russo. It was WCW with a long history of doing ridiculous things that only only a ludicrous man like Ted Turner would have kept investing money in. Just look at the NWO sold out. Worst oh, pay-per-view of all time. It's like, hey, let's do a pay-per-view of all bad guys. Like, okay, so who who's a, who's the crowd going to root for? Um, well, we didn't really think about that. Uh, just craziness. But it it was the the late '90s in wrestling, the Attitude Era. Nobody nobody really knew knew uh, better back 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 then. WCW never knew better. Going all the way back to the early '90s, when Jim Hurd thought they should have the Hunchbacks because <laughs> they'd be unbeatable. Because you couldn't pin them. Because they had humps on the back, so you couldn't pin their shoulders. Yep. And then the purple Spider-Man. Yep. What was that magician guy? Phantasmo? Oz? Yeah. Oh, they had El Phantasmo. Yeah. Just throwing, like, streamers at the other guy from across the, across the ring. Yep. And the, the loud noise making uh, pellets. Fantastic ideas. <laughs> The jingle bells where the guys came out. The ding dong, sorry. So yep. They were dingle dong. The ding dongs who came out with the Christmas bells on their wrists and they were ding and dong. All right, we're gonna wrap this wrap this up now because if we keep going down the WCW <laughs> we route, we can do four issues on what WCW did wrong. <laughs> uh, we can do probably five episodes on what WCW did wrong in 1994. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, when they brought in Hogan, but who knows? Okay, guys, I, I just want to say thank you very, very much for for listening. Might cut the entire WCW speech speech out 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 there. Just keep it as a <laughs> as a best of we feel later. But we went down we went down the uh, the the rabbit hole, and sometimes that happens. Episode titled that time we went on a six minute WCW rant. <laughs> oh yeah because well you know it's wcw and they're insane so yeah once again thank thank you very very much tom for putting up with uh with me and gomi talks for the past uh, year and yeah it's been it's been fun hopefully we can do it for 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 well, another year or or 17 who knows at least 34 oh yeah yeah we're yeah we're just getting old man <laughs> all right Thanks, guys. Guys, for for listening, and everyone have a fan, fan fantastic day. Thanks.